Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Comard here with Comard's NFTs, bringing you our first episode of the Interrogation Station. I wanted to start off with an AMA that we were a part of that was conducted by the Troglodyte Society and more specifically Crypto Manimal, uh, really dear friends of ours. And we wanted to let you guys know a little bit about who we are before you go diving into who the other people are, because it's important that you know where we are coming from in regards to wanting to help you guys out and educate you with the backgrounds and information that's available for these other brands. With that said, you guys, I do want to jump right in. Here is the recording of that AMA. Guys, it is that time. We're going to jump in with Comards now. We're going to focus on him and focus on this AMA. So, Comards, how are you doing today, brother? I am doing fabulous. Um, it's Anytime I have the chance to get in here, because, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm not ever in just one person's space. and I don't go to the same spaces day after day and things like that. But any chance I get to get into a space where I, I consider it to be a home, it's it's always an awesome feeling. And, you know, uh, as I said in one of my tweets this morning, um, you know, I feel blessed to have been invited for an AMA with you guys because, you know, it, it's not something you guys have to do. Um, and it certainly helps people understand a little bit more about the brands that are being uh, asked questions and, and what it is that they're doing and helping to uh, basically do your own research through an AMA, really. So thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. We, like I said on that same tweet, I'm blessed that you are here, my friend. I've learned so much from you um, in these spaces and in this time that we've been in this uh, and on this journey together throughout, floating around these different spaces and, and learning. And I've, I've just just listening to you in spaces. I've learned. I have learned something new almost every day from you, bro. So I'm so excited to have you here. Um, but first question for me is, how did you get started in the entirety of the space? The, the NFTs, did it start with crypto? Uh, did you jump right into the NFTs? Uh, or how did you all get, how did you get started out here? So um, I guess, first of all, I've been involved in crypto for about 10 years. Okay. Or not quite 10 years. Um, so, you know, I've been involved in crypto for a while. I've seen bear markets come and go. Um, you know, and, and so that's that part of it, but I, uh, also have a, a corporate background with a number of decades and I'm not going to tell you how many, but in the corporate world. And so what I would tell you is, is that when the pandemic really first started to hit hard here in the United States, um, my position became pretty much no longer needed within that corporate structure, which was a COO. Um, because we had pretty much shut down 80% of our operations due to the pandemic. Um, so I sat around the house for six months thinking, oh, well, they'll bring me back. Not a big deal. Collecting unemployment, whatever. Dwindling my savings account. And came to the realization that, you know, based on what we had in savings, we had enough to suffice us for about another 60 to maybe 90 days if we were lucky. Um, and so I'm like, well, crap. Now what am I going to do? Um, you know, I'd applied at 250 plus, uh, different corporations around the globe, all of which said they're not looking for anybody because they're at a minimal staff. Uh, they said that I was overqualified and my best friend who I've known for a long, long time, and he's a professional tattoo artist. Um, and he's really more like a brother to me than a best friend says, you know, I heard about this thing recently called NFTs. What do you know about it? I said, I've heard about them, but I don't know jack shit about them. 
And he's like, well, maybe we could look into that. I'll provide the art. We'll partner up and you run the, the front side of it and I'll do the art. And I'm like, I can do that. So I got into looking into what NFTs were exactly, you know, what possibilities they were, started researching blockchain, started researching marketplaces um, and, and all these different things that went into it. And in the process of doing that, we had essentially created a roadmap and a plan on how we were going to go into the space and what we were going to do. And we created our mission statement, which is making our world a better place. Um, and that's, that's at the core value that we have. And so that's kind of how we got here. <laughs> I love it. I love it to death. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, this is going to be my first actual bear market. So I'm kind of excited. Uh, to, I'm excited for it, to be honest. I feel like now after this, after I get through this, I've, I can call myself like seasoned, you know, I've been through it. Um, I know it, um, you know, and, uh, so I'm, I'm really actually excited about this. This is like a, you know, building phase and all of that. Um, but I love, uh, that you have like this background, you said this corporate background and like, uh, it's brought you, you know, you know, you're in the, in the tea space now. So what, what, what are some things that you brought? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, what are some things that you brought, uh, you know, from that old corporate background into your new web three brand? Uh, what, what kind of, what, what are some of the parallels or things that you've brought over from that? So as a chief officer of operations, you guys, which is the role I had for a long time, um, it's my job, my responsibility to know, you know, some of the trends that are going on in terms of marketing, some of the trends that are going on in, in terms of branding so that we can help guide our, our marketing executives um, to make sure that they're, they're staying on point and guiding the company in the, the direction that the company wants to go. And so one of the things that I always stayed up with was, you know, those trends and some of those trends. And I still find myself, you know, researching like Business Inc. magazine, um, Forbes magazine, different business magazines, you guys, just so that I can keep up on the, the information that what is working, what's not working, things like that. And, and so I still find myself doing those things. Hold on a second. So I still find myself doing those kinds of things because it's important to make sure that I stay educated within not just this space, but in general. And you can't make informed decisions without that education. So um, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that I've brought into the space is, is that, um, you know, I, I have that experience, I have that knowledge, and then I continue to seek that knowledge regularly. Um, you know, uh, I didn't. You know, one of the things that I made sure I did not want to bring into the space was the corporate mindset of dog eat dog. Let's step on whoever's toes we got to step on to make it happen. And and that'll be the end of it. You know, there's a lot of mudslinging that takes place within the corporate world, whether you guys realize it or not. Um, unfortunately, I did have to be a part of that. And that never really set right with me. And so when I got into this space, I was just like, this is my jam right here. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, you had, you kind of had a tweet out there uh, that kind of falls into this and said, you know, it's time to start, uh, it's time to stop, uh, just being out here for yourselves. And it's time to, to, to realize that we can succeed as a group and as a whole, not sure who or what or why it was directed, but, uh, I love the tweet because it's true. Um, it's a hundred percent true. We don't need any of that in this. Uh, we don't want to bring in the, 
the negative of our old world into our new world, you know, into the web three space. We don't want it to, you know, we don't want it to mimic the, the, the nastiness that's out there. We want it to be something better. It's what it's all about is creating something better. Um, and so I just love that. Um, thank you so much for sharing that part with us. So tell us about the, what was your first like NFTs? Like how, what, what, what were the NFTs that you've done? Like what was your first like Genesis NFTs or like, how did you, you know, what was the, the beginning of your NFT part of the journey? So our first collection was a five-piece collection. It's called Flower on the Wall. Um, I believe we've minted three of those out. We've got two left. Um, and it was kind of a, a test collection to see, you know, exactly how it worked in terms of listing up on OpenSea, what, you know, and, and we'd already chosen that we were going to go with blockchain Polygon because of the fact that um, the gas fees are absolutely minimal. Um, and so we... we went on ahead and we launched that collection and like i said it was a five-piece collection and then the idea behind it was really just to to test things it wasn't directed at any specific charity um which is what most of our projects are um but it was you know it was just a test run uh there are five images it is an original if you were uh, i don't i don't even know if the first one the original copy which is a white background um i don't even know if that uh pieces specifically been minted out but that was a hand-drawn piece that was done for a customer of my my best friend and and artist jester um and since he owns the image he was able to go on ahead and utilize that as as kind of our test run and then we made a few uh deviations of it or variations of it so that way we could just kind of see what it was about and, and how to do those things um so yeah that's the first one i think there's either two or three left i'm not sure which but it's still there. Nice, nice. And like you just said, like that one wasn't directed toward a specific charity, and then you said most of them are. So give me an idea from the from from that, uh, what brought you into the whole charity aspect, and, and tell us kind of, uh, you know, what charities you have picked and, and why you've picked them and, and, and things of that nature. So as an example, um, we when we came into the space, we knew that part of our mission was to make our world a better place. And so we were trying to figure out right out of the start, you know, how we were going to do that and, and kind of, you know, bring some awareness and some uh, possible financial gain to these organizations that are literally on the front lines doing that, making our world a better place, whether it's through uh, heart disease research, whether it's through cancer research, AIDS research, uh, feeding homeless people, feeding children, whatever. It didn't matter. They're, those are the people that are truly on the front lines making our world a better place. And so we wanted to make sure that we brought not only uh, possible contributions to them, but awareness to those specific projects and those those specific uh, organizations. Um, so our first organization was uh, directed towards elephants um, because there's a species of elephants or a, a, a yeah, not a species, but like a breed. I'm not an animal zoologist, guys, so forgive me if I'm screwing it all up. But um, there's, a, there's a group of uh, elephants in southern Africa that are on the endangered list, um, and they're being harvested simply for their tusks, which is absolutely disgusting to me. Um, so we, we wanted to create a collection that would put the elephant in a, a cute, fun, and light, airy kind of environment and so we created a collection called ballooned elephants um and it's 12 different color schemes or 10 different color schemes because it was a 10-piece collection um you know i think we've minted out seven of those so we have three left on that 
Um, you know, and, and part of these first few collections, you guys, just so that you understand, one of the hardest things to figure out in this space is what to price your art at, okay? On top of how many additions should you make? How many variations should you make? Should you mix the two? You know, and there's so much of this stuff that it really just, it takes time to figure it out. So our first few collections are all over the freaking map. But moving forward, you know, from I think um, about our fourth or fifth collection, we had finally set on a number of pieces for each collection. Um, and, and so we went from there with 25 pieces for the general public, one piece to whoever suggested the charity um, that was a one of one. Uh, as well as one one of one for myself and one one of one for my business partner and artist, Jester. Um, and the idea behind that was is that those three pieces would never really be available to the public. So in theory, it's a 25-piece collection, but OpenSea kind of shows it as a 28-piece collection, and that's what we move forward with each of our charity collections uh, to this day. Um, and, you know, that that's the other side of it, too, is that we learned very early on that you know, about six weeks or eight weeks in, we discovered that, you know, we're just releasing to so much content um, that, that people can't make a decision. They're like torn on, well, what charity do I want to support? You know, what, what do I want to do? Um, and on top of that, like I said earlier to uh, a previous speaker, you know, when you're launching that many collections, it really begins to look like a money grab, especially if you're not minting them completely out. So based on that decision alone, um, and, and that knowledge, we've decided that, you know, we're launching one, generally one collection per month. Um, you know, we've got a collection that we are planning to launch in August and I can get into that a little bit later, but, um, you know, and we're going to actually, it's going to be a multi-chain, but anyway, um, we've decided that we're not going to, to, uh, do as often of collections because again, we're not here for the money guys we donate 30% of our proceeds from any of these collections directly back to those organizations that that we're representing with our art um and and on top of that we plant 100 trees per every nft that sells so it, it's not about the money for us it's it's a, i mean don't get me wrong i need to make a living so i can pay my bills but you know there are projects out there that release 10,000 piece collections that not a dime goes anywhere except their own pocket, you know, and, and people mint them out all the time. It happens. So, you know, I just, I want to show the, the difference in that is that I just need enough to, to, to sustain myself. I don't, I'm not looking to buy a Maserati. I'm not looking to have my own $400,000 home with a, a hundred thousand dollar in ground pool. I don't need any of that shit. I've got a 1981 beat up Ford Fiesta that looks like it, it you could, literally run it with Fred Flintstone. Okay. So does it work and get me where I need it to go? Yes. Um, am I able to work on it? Yes. Um, is it reliable for my daughter? For the most part, you know, uh, will I look at getting another one in the future? Should the funds start to become to that point and available? Then yeah, absolutely. But it's still not going to be a Maserati or a Porsche. So yeah. <laughs> I love that to death. I love, I was glad that you mentioned the trees, um, because, uh, that was one thing that I, you know, that I noticed, uh, you know, when in the beginning, um, I think, you know, what I really got involved with you when you did the Snoop League drop, <clears throat> um, and, uh, you know, you were do uh, and you were donating, uh, you know, to the, to the kids, you know, uh, for the Snoop League and, uh, you know, those inner six children, um, and all of that. So, 
you know, that's when I first, uh, you know, started hearing about you. Know, uh, also, guys, every time you buy, we, we plant these trees. So what are you, uh, I think, did you, you're using a, a company that plants the trees. Uh, did you pivot away from that company to another company? Um, or are you still with the same? in my road no i'm talking to the robot again <laughs> so um we did pivot um because and and before i tell you why and, and things like that um you need to understand that i'm always researching and finding ways to tweak and peak and and fine-tune what it is that we're doing not just in the space but in the world okay um so you know we did pivot from teamtrees.org to another company, um, and and their name slips my mind off the top of my head because I just I've pretty much got it set up to to just automatically be taken care of. But the reason we switched, number one, the trees that were being planted by Team Trees are great trees, and they do help reduce carbon footprint for sure, and they are relatively affordable. Okay, um, at a dollar a piece. Um, however, we discovered that the mangrove trees um, actually reduce the carbon per tree by a 10x of what the trees were that, that Team Trees plants. So that was the first thing. I was like, oh, man, instead of one tree doing 2.5 grams or kilotons of, of carbon reduction, I can do one tree that does 12.5 um, kilograms of reduction. Cool. So then I, I, you know, as I'm looking into this further and further, I discovered that um, <laughs> for the same dollar that I was uh, doing these other trees with Team Trees, I am able to plant 100 trees. It actually cost me about 96 cents to do a, a hundred of these mangrove trees um, that, again, are a 10x increase in the reduction in carbon footprint as well. So it just made sense for us to, to shift into that. Because we know that there are a lot of projects out there that, number one, cannot, for whatever reason, implement a, a tree kind of system into their projects to help reduce the carbon footprint. Um, and we're okay with that, okay? And we're okay with trying to help you guys out by doing way above and beyond what we're using ourselves, okay? We, we don't have a problem with that. Um, you know, number two, we wanted to do that because we only get one planet, you guys. I mean, that's it. Once this one's done, it's done. You know, uh, so it is for us, it's it's really about taking care of our planet. You know, I've got a 10 month old daughter. Um, bless her heart. She, you know, uh, has a good, healthy life moving forward and, and one day gets married and has children. I'd like her grandchildren to be able to breathe without having to worry about wearing masks and all that crap in the air, you know. So, yeah, it, it's it's super important to me. It's super in, in, important to my business partner. Um, and that's why we implemented the tree programs that we've implemented. And, uh, again, I'm always researching. If you know of something better, please let me know. We did look into solar panels. We looked into windmills. We even looked into hydropower and, and in attempts to, to reduce that carbon footprint. Um, none of those right now are affordable because of the limited amount of activity that we have within our NFT collections. So this is what fits us right now the best. That's awesome. That is amazing. And like you said, uh, you've said it m numerous times, you know, you're always out here doing research, you know, you know, you're reading in the business magazines, you're reading, um, you know, and, and exploring these companies that are trying to uh, reduce the carbon footprint. And, you know, that just, just goes to show, you know, you found something better, you found your dollar can go further. 
um, and not not just further with the amount of trees, but the amount of you know carbon uh, carbon reduction that they're producing. So that's amazing, and that's one of those things, guys. So that's that's kind of going to lead me into the next part of what Comards NFTs is, guys, and what you're all about, and that's education, a hundred percent. So give me an uh, give tell me. Did, was this the plan from the beginning? Did you know that this is where you were going to be, what you're going to be doing? Um, was this, or is this something that kind of just organically grew once you got into the space? Um, it really just kind of organically grew once we got into the space. Um, you know, we entered the space on January 2nd of this year. And right out of the gate, I found that there wasn't a lot of people sharing any kind of, of education that I was able to find regarding the space, regarding um, NFTs, you know, anything like that. So because I'm a, a man of, of uh, number one, you guys understand I'm a semester away from a master's degree. Um, and so I like learning stuff. I like researching. I like doing all those things. And uh, I spend numerous hours doing those things. So for me, it just was not a big deal to do any of that stuff. Um, so I ended up finding myself having to do that stuff myself, um, you know, to, to make myself as good as I could possibly be within this space. And it, it, I don't know what happened, but one day somebody said something in a space and I gave them the answer and then somebody else chimed in and they were like, oh man, you should be sharing that information with people. Did you mute yourself? Yeah, I think I did accidentally. <laughs> Where did I, I was putting the baby down. Where did I cut off? Uh, you said you, uh, someone asked a question and they said you need to be sharing this with people in this space after you answered that question. Yeah. So then, um, you know, I answered that question and they said I needed to be sharing this with people. And so then it just like a light bulb went off. Um, I'm like, well, I don't see anybody teaching anything really to speak of that has any actionable intelligence or actionable steps that people can actually take to make themselves better in this space. So then about February, I think it was February 4th was our first class. Um, we started doing a, a Comards class every Tuesday at, 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 I'm sorry, every Wednesday at two o'clock. Um, so that class just grew and grew and grew and grew over the weeks and because of Twitter's rugging issues and things like that, we kind of transitioned it away from Twitter and over into our discord. And then, um, we kind of came back to, to Twitter because we realized that, you know, too many people are too fucking lazy to go get the education they need to go to our discord to get it. So ultimately we brought it back to Twitter. Um, it, it is what it is. It, it's whatever, but so there's that. And then, um, what would be now 13 weeks ago, we turned those, uh, well, future uh, episodes of the Comards class, we've turned those into podcasts so that you guys can have access to those 24-7, no matter what listening platform you prefer, whether it's um, Amazon Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, doesn't matter. Um, I've got it on, I believe, about 28 different platforms right now, um, looking to always get it into more and things like that. But that's really kind of how the education front of it started. But what I was getting at is, is that in my own personal life, um, I do not mix this and I do not mix my personal life with this. Um, and, but in my personal life, I am an ordained Gothi in the Norse religion. And what that means is, is that I basically run a group, um, of, of people that are like-minded in religious beliefs 
um, and considered to be Norse men and women. Um, and, and, and I guide them spiritually. Okay. And part of that guidance is teaching them. And I've been doing this for over 20 years. Okay. So I'd already been educating these guys and gals, it, you know, within the religious sect. Um, so educating people just kind of flows naturally for me anyway. Um, but no, it wasn't something I was looking to get into. Not in this case. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And that sounds like, you know, it's like, it's been in your, it's, it's in your, uh, it's in your blood. It's who you are. Um, you're, you're a teacher, um, you know, where, whether it comes from your IRL, um, or, you know, it just, it, it melded into this, it came out organically because it, to me, it just seems like that's, that's, that's who you are. You are, you're a leader, a teacher. Um, and it, and it, it just goes to show that, that, that's what's happened with you. Um, you know, in this space, that's, that's right there. Like it just, it's just who you are uh, as an individual. It's, it's in your soul. <laughs> if you will. Um, and so, uh, you know, honestly grateful that, you know, we've come to know you, that you're in our space, um, that you're in the Twitter space that there, or that you're in this, in a teach space, you're in this journey. Um, you know, because it, it, it's been very beneficial guys. I'll tell you, I, I will, I'll pop into a space when I can, um, if, or if he's in a space, he comes into our space, he teaches me things every time he, he gives feedback to somebody, there's something like, you know, the 160 characters in the, in, in the, uh, in the bio, the banner images. Look, I, I wasn't looking at these things on people's profiles until I heard Comards do that. And, and, and he was, he was like, Hey, like, you've got to get some hashtags in here. Hey, you need to use, Hey, you got to get a better banner image. Hey, you've got to make sure, you know, don't, don't use other people's Twitters inside your bio, use hashtags instead, use your link trees, uh, use your tells, you know, create websites, like all of these things, like, you know, and this is just literally from him giving feedback to others. And that, that, that's helped me be able to give better critical feedback to others as well. Um, because that's what we do in these spaces and you know, that's what it's all about. And, and for me to be able to give, you know, the best feedback I can give and, and honestly, just like I said, learn that from Komar to just from him being in our spaces and, and popping in and, and giving feedback to artists, um, and, and, and giving feedback on people's profiles. And, you know, it's literally like, uh, just amazing, uh, you know, what, what you've done, um, and what you've created so far. Uh, so tell me right now, so what are some of the other things, uh, you know, besides Comar's classes, what are some of the other things that you do out here, um, in, in this space, uh, you know, educationally or, or, or other. So, um, about four weeks ago, I had a brand approach me, um, and they wanted to hire me to, to be a personal consultant slash coach for their NFT business and project. Um, they threw a number at me that was reasonable. Um, and I accepted, they immediately booked six hours. Um, and then the following day, he had sent two other brands and projects to me who both of which booked an additional three hours. Um, in this four weeks, you guys, we've literally booked 40 hours at this point. Okay. Um, not including the five, six hours that I've given away or the three hours that I'll be giving away to somebody later today. Um, you know, so, and that's without really having even tried to push it a whole lot. Um, and so what, what, and then on top of that, we, we last week or two weeks ago now, we actually got signed on as a partner with a marketing firm. Um, who is now going to be referring all of their clients to us for coaching and, and um, they're mandating that their clients get three hours of coaching from Comards um, so that their business can be synergistic with the marketing that they're going to do for their business. Um, and, and that's really the whole idea is to, to make it a smoother 
transition from no marketing to some marketing or even a lot of marketing, whatever you're choosing. Um, and, and that'll be able to happen because of my background in, in the corporate world, my knowledge, and, and because I'm going to be able to share that information with these brands and with these projects to, to help that be synergistic. So that's one of the biggest things I think that we've got going on right now. Um, and, and I was, I was kind of halfway joking about it last night, but, um, if that coaching stuff keeps going the way it is, I'm literally going to have to find somebody that I can trust that is going to follow my, my general principles and outlines and things like that to, to hire on to, to be able to continue this, you know, but the time for those sessions has become so demanding at this point. Um, because understand, even if you book an hour, yeah, for you, it's an hour. Okay. But for me, it's about two to two and a half hours because you think I'm not doing stuff behind the scenes. No, I am. So um, that being said, here, that being said, um, you know, we, we, the, the fee that we started out with was $200 an hour, August 1st, that's going up to 300 because of the demand for the number of hours that I'm getting. Um, you know, so if you think you're going to need some coaching at some point for your brand, your project, um, and you want it from Comarge, I would highly recommend that you get your stuff booked before the 1st of August, because it is going up on the 1st of August. Um, you know, and, and I wanted to be fair about it. And I've been kind of telling people that, you know, for the last couple of weeks about it going up. Um, but again, it's, it's just because of the, the sheer amount of demand that we're getting for that. Um, in addition to that, we have, uh, started about four weeks after we started our podcast portion of Comart's class, offering sponsorship spots of different tiers. And initially it started out with just two tiers. Um, the first tier being a $50 tier that basically gets your logo and a website or a URL into the, the sponsor card. Um, the second tier was a $100 tier. It gets your website, your logo, um, your motto slash tagline mission statement, and then one sentence that defines your company um, pretty thoroughly. Uh, and, and so that's what goes into the tier twos. And then this month we launched for the first time our tier three spot. Um, and our tier three spot is uh, you get all of tier one and two benefits. Plus you get to add a 30 to 60 second commercial um, into the podcast. Uh, that's an audio commercial. And then on top of that, um, at some point in the show, which generally at the end of the show, because of the way the show is laid out, um, I will go on ahead and give a personal statement and or prop or whatever to that said brand. Um, and I'm going to knock on some wood here, but I have never, we've sold them out completely every month. Now we can have a tier one and a tier two available yet for August, but after that, those spots are gone again. Um, but the point is, is that those spots sold out as soon as we were offering them. And it's, it's just so weird because we've got spots that are sold out through the end of the year, as an example. Um, honey, you, you are not cooperating. What do you need? She just wants to hang out, bro. <laughs> well, she's on my lap and she's just, she won't figure out what she needs. Is this, you want daddy's mouse? Is that what it is? Here, let me turn it off so you don't, don't mess some stuff up. Right here. She likes my mouse. It's a wireless mouse. She likes holding it and chewing on it and 
smashing it on my keyboard. But um, so anyway, the sponsorship spots literally started selling out the very first month that we offered them, um, which I was super floored by because I just didn't expect that kind of a, a result with the, the sponsorships. Um, and one of the things that, that told me from my background is that if they're selling out like that, there is a demand for this education and these podcasts. Um, you know, I, I want you guys to understand that when I'm not in a space, I'm listening to a podcast, not my own, but I'm listening to somebody's podcast, whether it's Jay Jansen from, from Duct Tape Marketing or any other one of the business uh, podcasts that I'm always listening to. Um, you know, one of the things that I noticed in those was that they never truly give every step of, of whatever it is they're trying to teach you in their podcast, in that episode. And so when we created the podcast, I knew right out of the gate, no, if I'm going to give you something in, in a podcast, whether it's wallet security, whether it's uh, maximizing Twitter for maximum ROI, whatever it is, um, I was going to give you every single step that I use, that I implement to, to grow our brand and our business. Um, I'm not going to do a thing where, okay, I'm going to give you all the steps except for the last two, and then I'm going to charge you a hundred bucks to get the last two. No, I'm not doing that. And, and those shows just kind of pissed me off. So, you know, that's where the podcast kind of went. Um, I will tell you that last week we had a record breaking week. Um, we've been averaging since day one, pretty much almost 500 downloads a day or a week. Um, not a day. I wish it was a day, but no, <laughs> but, uh, 500 downloads a month or a week. And so, Last week, though, we had a 267% increase in the number of downloads for that week. Um, and it, it was it was crazy. I was like, holy crap. You know, so I feel like it's really starting to take take on and, and, and catch fire. Um, guys, we will update those episodes as needed, um, you know, with new episodes. But, yeah, that's kind of what we got going on with the podcast. And I will tell you guys right now, that information is absolutely 100% free. All you have to do is go to it, listen to it. It's free. If you don't like what's said in it, tell me to fuck off and tell me why you don't like it. Okay. Because I can't make the shows better if you don't tell me what's missing or, or what it needed or any of those things. So please tell me if you think it's just a shit show, fucking tell me, I want to know why it's a shit show, but you need to tell me why it's a shit show. So, um, but no, I mean, guys, um, so that's one of the things that we got going on there. Um, I always look for suggestions for content that you guys want to learn about. Um, because again, I know what I'm good at already. And until I'm coming across new things, I just don't really know what to, to teach you sometimes, you know? So, you know, if you have a class idea, by all means, share it with me. Let me know. I know. She's so cute, bro. Um, thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, guys, I just literally went to Spotify, typed in Comart's class, class with a K, FYI, Comart's class, just like his first name, Comart's K, class K. Um, and you can follow right there on Spotify, guys. They're all there. Um, you'll see the PFPs um, when you click on the show. Uh, or not the PFPs, but you'll see, you know what I'm saying? You'll see the, the, the Comart graphics. You'll see the orcs. Um, and so... Um, yeah, definitely just put the bells and whistles on, on the Spotify for that as well. I, there, I've, I've listened to a couple of these. I need to go there. There's some in there though, that I need to listen to. I'm the same way. I'm a podcast guy myself. 
Um, but also I think I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'm going to reach out to you in the D I want to know who you're following um, when it comes to like the marketing side of things and, and like what you're saying, like your business podcasts, because I'm not really, you know, I've, you know, it's just not something that like I ever really dove into on my side of things. Um, and so that knowledge I think is, is worth, is worth it too. So definitely uh, interested to hear that. Like, you know, that's the type of stuff that you're still doing, you're researching, you're listening and things of that nature as well. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic, guys. And like you said, uh, I think I put—I don't know—I can't see my pin tweets. I hope they're pinning. Um, I think I pinned up, uh, you know, your sponsorship stuff as well as uh, the Comarts classes uh, tweet the last week that you had for that. Um, so I hope they're up there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, they're, they're okay. updated, but yeah, no, that's okay. Okay, okay, cool. Well, yeah, it just gives them an idea at least. Um, but yeah, they're up there, guys. Uh, make sure you guys are checking that out. Like you said on Spotify, I think you're on all those, like YouTube. Are you on Apple and all that? Um. No, I'm actually fighting with Apple about my podcast. Oh, what? Yeah, These overlords, if you will. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not wanting to put my podcast on there for whatever reason. Um, oh, jeez. Of course, you know somebody's got to put their thumb on you, huh? I, I, I feel like. Well, you know, I mean, look, I most of the podcasts I listen to, I listen through uh, Apple Podcasts. Okay. Um, however, I am going to tell you that that is slowly changing. Um, from one platform to another. The other platform that I use to listen to podcasts these days is uh, called the Pocket Casts. Um, it's a really good app. Um, I love it. And so that's the one I've been using recently. And honestly, we're on there. So um, I can absolutely get behind Pocket Casts as opposed to Apple Casts. Here. Do you want this? Uh, is it on YouTube as well? Yes. Um, we also post a yeah, we. I'm sorry. I knew you asked that, and I completely forgot to tell you. But yeah, we. Um, so each week with the podcast, you guys, we also release a video that goes out to Twitch, YouTube, Rumble, Vimeo, Triller, Clapper, and I know I'm forgetting a couple, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Um, and then on top of that. Um, Comar's NFTs has literally got 104 social media profiles on 104 different social media sites. Okay. Um, understand we don't use all of those. Okay. But I've got the profiles on there. I've got a post on them that, that say, Hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. Uh, this is why we do what we do. If you'd like to get involved and get engaged, maybe learn a thing or two, go check us out over on blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, so no, I don't post to them every day, guys. There, there's just no way, even with the software that I use for my posts, there's just no way I could do it. Um, but that said, um, the ones that I do regularly post on, which is about 12 to 20, um, I do post, you know, various tweets, posts, whatever that talk about those podcasts that talk about those YouTube channels or the rumble or, uh, you know, any of those things to try and help get you guys traction on your sponsorships as well as obviously traction on the show itself. So yeah, that's, that's all in all, you guys are being broadcast to probably better than I would say 40 networks at this point. That's amazing right there. That's just crazy. I didn't realize, um, that there were 140 social media platforms. Uh, <laughs> There's actually, I'll be honest with you, you want the actual number as of, of like a week ago? There are actually 783 different social networks on this planet and, and the web. Now, understand that about 300 of those are 
dating sites that are qualified as quote unquote social networks, which I accidentally signed Comart's NFT up for one because I didn't realize that's what it was until after the fact. But after I signed up, put my bio up and realized what, because I started getting all these weird dating kind of ish DMs. I'm like, oh, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, but after I realized, I'm like, you know what? The profile's there. It tells them where to go to engage. Fuck it, I'm leaving it. So uh, that is the only dating profile you will find Comart on. Um, but it is there. So um, I am happily married. I have a beautiful, beautiful little girl that, that, I have no desire, but, and I told my wife about it and she's like, are you serious? And she goes, she goes, how in the hell does Comart's NFTs get a date? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I love that. That's hilarious. Um, and yeah, and honestly, like, I mean, it's great. Like the fact that you, even though, even if you, like you said, you just have like, you, you're about 12 to 20 that are active and then you have the rest, um, you know, that are funneling to the others, uh, funneling to the ones that are active. I mean, I would assume funneling to Twitter and funneling, you know, to those, to those, uh, to the ones that you're mainly active on. Um, and that right there, just once again, guys, it's putting eyes in front of you. Like, um, you know, that's, I mean, to me, it's genius. I mean, to, to cause you're going to, somebody's going to come across that and they're going to, Oh, what's this cool orc picture? Oh, well, oh they, they're all about, you know, the environment. Oh, they're all about charity. So I'm going to go check them out on, I'm going to click that link on Twitter, you know, I'm going to go and then they're going to see everything else, you know, and all the activity and the following and all of that, um, you know, and so driving people to your main accounts, um, you know, this is a good idea. I mean, I'm definitely going to be looking into that as well. You know, here's the thing, guys, most of the, most of those sites I direct to our telly because our telly has our, our host of, of links, um, that we use regularly. Um, you know, so those are the ones that we use primarily. Um, but you know, the thing about it is, is if you Google search Comart's NFTs, I searched for it a couple of days ago and it came back saying that there were 10,000 results in, in, in seven months. That's a lot of search results in seven months for anybody, especially when you don't have a website of your own. Okay. Um, we do not have a website and we've got 10,000 backlinks on Google. That's huge. Okay. So understand that those profiles create backlinks to you as a brand. And then from that, that backlink on that profile, you can, and your original post that says, Hey, go find me on Twitter, go find me on Tele, go find me wherever. Um, you, you're gaining traction. Okay. Because every time you put that backlink out for your Tele or for your Twitter or whatever, you're adding power to that on Google, which means you're going to come up higher in the search results. You guys want to come up on the top of the search results, you know, and on our first page of search results. And, and again, it, it changes daily and almost weekly, hourly rather. Um, but the last time I searched for Comar's NFTs to see what we had going on, it showed up our Twitter first, and then it showed up SoundCloud, and then it showed up um, Spotify, and then it showed up Pinterest, Instagram, and I mean, and the list just goes on and on. And somebody in the space that wanted to challenge me on that, and they did a Google search for me, and they're like, man, I just checked your name on Google, and uh, yeah, I'm going to start doing what you're doing. He says, because you're fucking everywhere. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And like, um, you know, these are the things that like, you know, what a lot of people in this space are their own. They're the creator. They're the, I mean, Mystic's a prime example. She's a one woman show right now. She's the creator. She's the marketer. You know, she's the dev. I mean, she's everything for her project, um, you know, and 
you know, to to have this type of knowledge, to be able to, oh, okay, this is how I can get more traction, more people, drive more people to me, you know, uh, just with like these little bits, these little tips, these little tricks, you know, like you're saying backlinks and things like that, you know, like, I don't even know what the word means, to be honest with you, I don't know what a backlink is, so, you know, like, like, I, I get it, like, I get the premise of it, uh, but I mean, honestly, like, you know, I didn't know that term until just now, so, you know, these are things, like I said, guys, like I learned from Comarts every single time the man speaks, um, and so I would highly recommend you guys, if you're not following him, do that right now, turn on the bells. Now, and I do want to, I do want to be, I do want to be clear about something you guys, and, and, and I posted a tweet about this crypto. I'm not sure if you've actually seen it or not. Um, but I post a tweet about this pretty regularly and it's this, um, if you do not believe in my vision, if you do not believe in what it is that I am doing, if you do not have the desire to get to know me. On, a, on a, another level and build a meaningful relationship with me, do not worry about hitting that fucking follow button because I promise you, I'm not going to follow you back. Um, the thing is, and, and, and our policy on follow backs guys kind of changed uh, about a month or so ago um, because we had found that I went into a space when I'd followed somebody back. They sent me a DM almost immediately and like, hey, come into my space. The guy had about 60 followers, I think it was. Um, and he's got a couple guys up on stage and he's talking to them and he's giving them feedback and the feedback he's giving them. I'm like, what is, what? No, what, why would you say that? And I didn't say anything. I just kind of sat there and observed, you know, cause oftentimes I'll go into a new space and I'll just observe and, and see whatever he's got going on. Um, so anyway, I'm sitting there listening and then the guy that he was giving the feedback to comes back and says, well, I don't think that sounds quite right. I, I, I think he kind of missed the mark there. And the guy literally, and I'm not joking, says, do you think people like Comard's NFTs would be following me if I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about? Whoa, wait, pump your brakes, pump your brakes. I don't even fucking know you. And you're going to use me for clout? <clears throat> I think not. So I immediately requested to get up on stage, which he denied. And then I requested again, and he denied it again. And I requested a third time, and he denied it again. So I sent him a DM, and I said, hey. I said, I went up on your stage. He says, yeah, I saw your request. He says, but I don't have any time for you. I said, the next time I hear my name come out of your mouth, I said, it better never refer to me endorsing you in any way, shape, or form. And I'm going to post a public tweet that tells that I'm unfollowing you, I'm blocking you, and that I do not have a fucking clue one who you are. So what came to the realization was is that people were trying to use our brand as clout to give them some sort of a status. OK, guys, you've got to protect your brands. OK, and over the course of the next couple of weeks, I decided that once we hit 10,000 followers, I wasn't going to be following people back anymore right out of the gate unless I got to know them um, or knew of them and seen them around a lot. Whatever. OK, um, and, and the reason for that being is because I have worked really, really hard to build my reputation as a brand of the big green machine of the orc of the comards, whatever. OK that I am not willing to let anybody trash it for any reason. My daughter depends on this brand, um, and, and nobody's going to take that away from my daughter. Um, you know, I'm also very selective with the, the brands that I allow to sponsor the podcast, as an example. If I don't know that brand, you're shit out of luck. I'm, I'm not helping you. Um, I'm not taking your money. I, no matter how bad I need the money, I don't give a shit. I'm not taking it because... My reputation is worth way more than a few dollars for a project that rubs three days later. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, I'm, I'm, I've done the same. Um, you know, I noticed um, 
I didn't quite notice it like in that in that aspect, but I did. Uh, I do see like um, the people that you know would be following and like you know that that would be trying to definitely use um, use us as clout for sure. Um, I could see it happening. Or the, too, fishing, so. the, the yeah. fishing following. Guys, yeah. Don't do that. Do not do that. Number one, it makes you look fucking desperate. Okay. First and foremost. Number two. Um, you think that I don't have an app or a software that I use to track who's trying to do that? I absolutely do. And like, like if I don't follow somebody back straight away, um, and then I wait and I just kind of watch for a day or two, a couple days, a couple days later, boom, all of a sudden they're unfollowing me. Hmm. That tells me they weren't really interested in what it was that I had to do or what it was that I'm doing, but that they wanted my follow for some sort of a, a sense of clout because they only had a couple hundred followers. Okay, no, don't do that. You think I'm the only brand that realizes that that's happening? And I'm going to give you guys a little bit of advice here. The number of followers you have does not reflect the number of dollars or sales or pieces that you have moved. And for those in the back, I'm going to say it again. The number of followers that you have does not reflect the number of sales, pieces you have moved, or dollars that you have made in any way shape or form it never has it never will the numbers as far as i'm concerned mean jack shit i would much rather have only 10 followers and have those 10 followers be super dedicated and super serious about comar's nfts like i am than to have 100 million followers straight up exactly exactly i think that's that's more and more like we have we had a we have a a, a lady that comes in a, a young lady zayak and she says the same thing when she says she says only follow me if uh, you like my art you genuinely are interested in being part of this community don't just follow for follow don't just like for like um you know and, and it's true you know you want to make sure like that the, the people that you are following the people that you follow um that you actually are interested that you actually like what they're doing you want to maybe work with them in the future network you know um and you really do enjoy the content and what they're bringing to the table um and yeah i mean i i 100 like I, I i stopped doing the, the whole i'm gonna follow you right back situation as well um you know and uh you know just being more selective because there's there are there's scammers and there's you know there's bad actors and you know all these different things people like you like Komar said are just like looking to to use your follow as a as a clout so oh look this person follows me look at how many followers they have um and so yeah that's great advice that's that's fantastic advice i'm glad that you pivoted as well makes sense uh, yeah. um for sure you know twitter has this thing though where and, and, and i want to be clear about this twitter has a standard in place where basically you almost have to maintain like a one-to-one, a one-to-two ratio in terms of follow-to-following um, up until you hit 5,000, okay? So if you're doing follow-backs, uh, you know, and, and you have less than 5,000 followers, there's nothing wrong with that. The great thing about it is, is that there is software out there, number one, that once you reach that 5,000 following, you could go to a site like Twitter Audit, and it will literally check all of your followers and tell you who's a fake, who's a spammer, who's a bot, and you block them with one click, boom, done, okay? Um, and then there's other softwares that you can filter through and see who hasn't posted in a while and, and filter those out. Um, so there are softwares to, to adjust those as needed as you get going. Uh, but again, realistically, you kind of need to wait to be able to do those things until you've got at least 5,000 people following you. And that's not a standard that I'm recommending. That's a standard that Twitter set in place. Okay. Um, there is a page on Twitter 
that, that, that will literally give you all of the standards for how many mentions you can make in a day, for how many messages you can send in a day, for how many likes or follows you can give in a day, um, you know, things like that. So if you need that information, tag me in a tweet. Do not DM me. I swear to Christ, I won't answer it. Um, but, but no, tag me in a tweet. I'll send you the link for it. I have no problem sending you guys links. Um, you know, because chances are, if you've got the question, other people have the question. So send it in a tweet. Get exposure. Get engagement. So, yeah. That was definitely uh, another one of those things that I learned uh, from, from Comards or, uh, or not even learned, but it's just a great, it's just a great uh, aspect of what you, what you do and what you ask for uh, is for it to be a public tweet, not a DM. Like, like if you're just DMing, hi, how are you? Send me that in a tweet. Let's engage. Let's get other people in there. Hi, how is everyone? You know, or if it is a question like, like this, like, Hey, like literally like just be on the lookout because I'm about to tweet him and say, hey, what are these Twitter softwares? What are the best Twitter softwares you're using for these things? Because that tweet's going to come to Comarts. He'll be tagged in it and he'll be answering these questions. And you guys can chime in on these tweets as well. And then that right there, once again, it helps you in this engagement, helps you in the algorithm, yada, 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 yada. DMs don't help with algorithms, guys. <laughs> DMs don't do anything. Um, so granted, there are definitely times to DM. Um, you know, there, there might be something personal that, you know, there might be you know, you really have a question that you don't, that doesn't need to be public. You know, it might be a, a, a sensitive question about your project or a sensitive question about your money. <laughs> you know, like, uh, how do I do this? How do I, you know, like, uh, like here's my wallet. Like, can you, can you track this for me? Things like that. I get those a lot, you know, like I, like, cause I can use PolyScan decently well. Um, and so, you know, trying to track things and make sure people like, you know, people don't realize like they see their wrapped ETH you know, on the Polygon network inside their OpenSea wallet, but they don't see it inside their MetaMask wallet. And it's just because they haven't added, you know, that input token or something of that nature. And, you know, that maybe they don't want to tweet out that they're frantic. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, like, whenever someone thinks they've lost money, you know, it's a little frantic. You know what I mean? So there are times uh, for DMs, don't get us wrong. But almost everything, guys, if it, if it can be public, you should just tweet it out and tag us in it. Uh, myself and Comards included, um, you know, any tweets, uh, you guys can literally just tweet out a question or a statement or anything um, and just tag us in there. And I guarantee you both of us are going to be in that tweet and engaging right back with you on your tweets. Um, I think last time we talked about this, Comards, it immediately happened <laughs> during this space. Somebody literally yeah. just tweeted out. Hey, Crypto Manimal. Hey, Comarts. How are you? Uh, you know what I mean? It was just immediate, you know? Um, and so I loved it. I loved that. I think that was awesome. Um, so we are we, we are a little bit past uh, 1 o'clock, 1.11 here. I'm going to open up the stage for people. Um, if you guys have any questions for Comarts, I would love for you guys to raise your hands, uh, request. Those of you that already requested, pow, pow, and rat bit. If you guys have any questions for Comarts, please toss up some emojis for me. Uh, that way I can pull you up. But if you don't have a question for Comarts, guys, we're going to be doing our regular uh, pitch show tomorrow with Troglodyte Space. So just make sure you come back into that tomorrow uh, morning. Oh, wait. Oh, tomorrow Sunday. I'm lying to you. Monday. <laughs> Monday morning. Uh, so, um, but yes. Uh, oh, perfect seller. I see that you've requested. And, and real quick before, before we start answering. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, I did want to give you guys a couple of announcements because in my space last night, I did say I was going to drop some alpha in this space today. Um, the first of which is that some of you may know Comards NFTs is a verified creator on what is now five social media platforms of the 104 that we're on. 
Uh, I hope to hopefully eventually get that to a hundred of them. But um, that being said, last night we our verification request was accepted by CoinMerge, um, and we are officially uh, checkmarked on CoinMerge as a, a official creator and a representative of the NFT space um, within that platform. So. Um, I wanted to give you guys that piece of information. And then the other piece that I wanted to give you guys real quick is if you're not signed up for the newsletter, um, I would highly recommend you do it because a couple things are going to happen uh, in this next issue. The oh, are you going to tell them? You can tell them about it. Well, go ahead. You don't have to stop. You can tell them. All right, fine. I'm going to keep going, okay? All right. So in the next episode or next issue of the newsletter, you guys, we're running a contest to name the newsletter. Um, and the way it's set up is that you guys are going to be able to contribute three names for the newsletter. Um, and those three names will go into a hat with everybody else's three names. Um, and we will literally pull them out one at a time until we get to one. When we get to the final one, or I'm sorry, we're going to, Take those names. We're going to pick our best five. Then those five are going to go into a hat. We're going to draw the four out. And then whatever one is left in the hat, that is the one that we're going to go with. So you, somebody in our community and in the Comards NFTs family is literally going to be the person to name the Comards NFTs monthly newsletter from something from that to something else that just sounds way better. Because that to me is just a mouthful and it sucks. So there's that. Now, the other benefit of the winner um, of that competition will get the very first spotlight in the Comards NFTs newsletter, um, which is at the very top of the newsletter. Uh, one creator, one brand will be represented each month moving forward in September. Um, that is the issue where the, the winner of the naming contest is going to get the spotlight within the Comards NFTs newsletter. In addition, and final announcement. In August, at some point, I don't have a date yet, but at some point, I am going to be launching a collection that is multi-chain. Um, it will be going on V-Chain. Uh, it's going to be going on Polygon, obviously, because I'm a huge supporter of Polygon. I believe in it. And then it's probably going to end up on Avalanche um, as well. So I've been talking to Johnny quite a bit lately about it, and I think it's going to happen. So it'll be across three blockchains. I'm going to be very clear about this. It is only a three-piece collection with stacks behind each piece. It is a tiered uh, tiered collection. Um, tier one is XYZ dollars. Tier two is XYZ dollars, so on and so on. But each tier is a little bit more expensive. Each reason that each of those tiers are a little bit more expensive from one to the next is because the amount of benefits that you're getting from those and the utilities that we're planning to implement with those um, increase pretty significantly in value. Um, so that's, that's the reason for the tiered pricing. In addition to that, there's going to be a burn mechanic with it. So if you mint, as an example, two of the tier ones, mom's not in here. Are you going to let me talk about this or what? Um, but if you mint two of the tier ones, you will be able to burn those for a tier two. What this does is, number one, it gives you a better rated uh, NFT. Number two, it increases the value of the tier ones that are still available, okay, um, because there's less of them. Now, 
We decided we wanted to take a step further, and we're going to do the same exact thing with Tier 2. If you own, however, three of the Tier 2s, and you burn those three, you're going to get a Tier 3 spot. And, and we thought that the number three for that was appropriate, because it's going to get you a number three Tier spot. So, if you burn three of those, you will get a Tier 3. I want to be very clear about this. There are a super, super limited amount of this tier three spots. Okay. Um, these spots, every one of them have lifetime benefits. Okay. And I do mean for your lives, for your children's lives. Um, that, that's the power of the utility that we're putting behind them. So if you die and you pass these pieces on to your kids, guess what? Your kids are going to get the benefits. Okay. So. Now, that being said, that is kind of what we're planning to do in August. Um, you know, the, the, the exact numbers of stacks per tier hasn't been quite set yet. I'm still trying to work that out. The pricing is pretty much set um, so that it, because it, it wasn't too hard to figure out with the values that we're offering them and the prices that we needed in order to cover a, a, a portion of that. Um, I will tell you that none of these utilities pass on to uh, anybody if you flip them. If you flip them, the benefits go into thin air. So just, just keep that in mind. That's all I got. Awesome. Thank you so much for dropping the alpha in here. I love that so much. Thank you for being here and sharing it with us. Um, and I love that. I love the fact, like you said, lifetime. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, lifetime benefits. I, I mean, that's amazing. So thank you so much uh, for dropping that in our space, guys. This is recorded. Um, but yeah, so you can go back and listen and make sure you get all of this great information. Uh, Zeller, I see that you have your hand up. Uh, if you want to go ahead and ask your question. Yes, I do. First off, I want to say to Comards that baby Comards really has a lot to say. <laughs> that oh, she gosh. is definitely in your DNA, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, how's she doing, Comards? Um, after her surgery, she's been recovering pretty well. We have to uh, keep her limited and kind of restricted on what she's allowed to do until the, the wounds heal from her surgery. Um, plus, with her heart condition, we have to kind of keep her limited in activity, um, which is always a chore in and of itself. But, yeah. um, yeah, <laughs> but it's, she's doing pretty good for the most part. She's just kind of talky and fussy right now because she's so tired. She refuses to, like the last couple of days, she's been on this kick of, oh, I'll nap for 10 minutes and then I'm good for another eight hours. Let's go. And so she's getting these power naps and it's just kicking my ass here recently. <laughs> It's just so interesting because I came in two months ago and one of the first spaces I spoke in, Comards was giving advice and he was talking about uh, his baby. And so the whole eight weeks I've been listening and communicating with you about your child. And I just think she's such a rock star. I think she's totally going to be successful. And she, you know, even though she's fussy right now, she sounds, listen to that. I mean, she just sounds like she's ready to go. Well, I mean, she even has her own Twitter profile now. So Yes, I am a follower of Baby Comards. I'm a huge fan. Because when, she gets, to an, when she gets to an age of being able to uh, create art and, and building collections out and things like that, um, which obviously she's got some years, guys. 
But this is the ability and time now for her to start building her community before she ever thinks about launching a collection. And if I had it to do over again, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have built the community first and then launched a collection. Even if it had taken me a year to get that collection launched, I would have been okay with it. So if you have that opportunity, guys, do not rush into dropping your collections. Seriously, just don't. No, I think it's brilliant because we were on a, we were in a space chatting the other night and you had built her profile and she, I just think it's brilliant. It's like, you're setting her up for success. You're already building her network. She's going to have a name in the NFT community. And I just think you also had mentioned something about, you know, your NFTs living on, not, not, I think you said don't resell them or it doesn't work. I mean, I still don't have as much experience, but I think that's another brilliant thing. So I'm super happy. Everybody should follow baby comards for sure. (laughs) <laughs> but uh so my question actually is about hashtags now okay. i have a hashtag for my business which is zeller visuals and i have a hashtag for the web3 wall collage now when i go to those hashtags and i scroll down it seems to stop and i don't know if that's an internet connection or if twitter only allows you to have a certain amount of hashtags do you know that the answer to that okay so I would say that the biggest issue is probably um, a Twitter issue or an internet issue, maybe because when I when as an example, if I go look at Comards, which I can't do right now because I got baby in one arm, phone in the other, but um, but if you go look at the Comards NFTs hashtag, it seems to scroll on forever, <laughs> at least for me. Um, so. Uh, I don't know that I would say it's necessarily a Twitter limit. Um, I think it's probably more along the lines of a, of a internet issue or maybe, maybe even a device issue. Okay. Because I, since the beginning, I've been hash. Sorry guys. I'm trying to hit, uh, I was trying to hit your profile and hit mute. I, my apologies. You unmute yourself. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, so those two hashtags, it's been, that's my thing. When, the people that go up on my wall, which by the way, everybody, Comards is one of the first 10 people on my wall. If you can see in the picture, his PFP is up there. And uh, and, and and I also send um, you a clip of your PFP and how I acted out for approval. So I'm not going to put you up if you don't want to go up on the wall, just so, so you know. I ask for your approval. Yes, um, Yeah. And Comards was one of my favorites to act out. I mean, we need to, I need to post a video clip of that and tag you, Comards. Go for it. Yeah, I will. I will. Because it's fun. Um, anyway, so these hashtags, whoever goes up on my wall, I promote you. Like, I'll retweet your work. I'll promote you. I try to customize the hashtags to what's in your bio. And then I realized, well, I don't want to be doing all this hashtag work if Twitter's going to end up having a limit. But I don't think that they would do that because the hashtags are really valuable in Twitter. Well, they use the hashtags. Twitter uses the hashtags, you guys. It's kind of a searchable term for databasing. Um, so if, if you have, example, uh, Zeller Visuals as a hashtag um, and you enter that into a, a search on Twitter, it's literally a keyword that, that is in a database that stores every time that has been used and where it was used. So, no, I don't think Twitter's going to to limit the number of search results on that. Um, I think it's just probably either a bug within the Twitter app itself on your device or or it's something going on with the device itself 
or even the internet. So, Right. Okay, good. Because I really think the hashtags are valuable. I love telling people to go to my hashtags and then it's just, you know, everything that you've had, like Comard's NFTs. And uh, so when I'm responding and promoting people, Comard's, how many hashtags do you think I should put in? I've been putting three in because you said Twitter doesn't want more than three. Well, but like, it's, it's three to five. Um, three to five. You, okay. Three to five. And, you know, the big thing is, is keep them relevant to the content that you're posting and keep them organic. Um, and as long as you're doing those things, Twitter loves that. So, you know, that, that's the big thing. And I think, you know, a lot of people are under the misconception that it's okay to just throw five, six, seven, twelve hashtags at the end of a post and it's not because twitter looks at it at that point as you're just throwing as much shit as you can at the wall seeing what sticks so awesome that answers my question and also i wanted to let you know that i actually created a linked tree and i just created it this morning and i know that you're not a huge fan of le Link tree, but I couldn't figure it out on my website so I figured I'd have the link tree for now until I figure it out on my website yeah no I mean it's guys if you don't know how to do the things on your websites um, to, to, to kind of get a similar effect and you still feel like you need a, a uh, link index of sorts there's nothing wrong with using that as a stepping stone you know there's a lot of things that we use as a stepping stone for business you know as an example 104 social profiles you think I'm interested in all those platforms? No, they're a means to an end, a goal, you know, and that goal is, is to get people to our Twitter. That goal is to get people to our open seat. So no, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Zoller. Okay, cool. I just, and you know, actually people have already clicked on it and I like that it shows the analytics of the, what's going on. And, but I still haven't put up my TikTok. I, I struggle with the TikTok, Comards. <laughs> I struggle with it. I, 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 mean, don't, I, I was advised to have it at, at my videos on every platform. So yeah. I created a TikTok. Yay. Is that good? You're yeah. are you you you're a fan of the TikTok? Um so look, I don't particularly like TikTok, but I know Neither that do I. Whole, but but the thing is is I use it almost daily because that's where people are. And the space over there is growing for NFTs regularly um, and daily. So I do think it's important to be there. Um, you know, and, and so that is one of the 12, 10 or 12 platforms that I use every day or almost every day. Okay, so I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to put my TikTok link in there because that is, you know, I from Hermie had given me some advice too. He's like, down the road, people are going to reference back to the videos. Right yep. now, you might not get any, any traction, but down the road, when NFTs become a hit, everybody's going to go back to that hashtag. Yep. Okay. I'll do it. I'm going to put it on my link tree. Thank so you. For everybody in here, you want one more piece of alpha? One more cool. Yeah, yes. All right. I am personally not a fan of Pinterest. However, my mind is quickly changing. And here is why. We started using Pinterest about six weeks ago. And one of the things I realized is every time you post an image onto Pinterest, it gives you a field to post a link. What? Cool. In addition to that, what I found was is that when I started listing pieces from my collections on Pinterest, which we've still got a lot to go, but I've got a lot up there already. Um, but 
what I was doing is I was listing a piece or I posted a piece from, say, our Boned Elephants collection, and I would link directly back to the entire collection, not just the piece itself. Okay. And so what's happening is, is OpenSea is quickly moving up the page in our search results because of all the backlinks that are being generated to our OpenSea, okay, or to our collections. So I would tell you guys, if you're not on Pinterest, that is one way you can utilize Pinterest um, is to, to create a, uh, what they call a board, all right, and just call it My Collections and put all of your pieces that you have created into that board and then backlink each one to the appropriate collection that it corresponds to. Now, I took it one step further. And what I did was, not only did I start doing my own collections up there, but I started posting pieces that I have collected. Then I posted back to those people's original collections on OpenSea. Now, understand, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to give them a backlink. I chose to do that to be supportive of the community. Did it take me a bunch of time to get the, I think I got 150 of those up so far out of the thousands. <laughs> um, but so did it take me some time and is it going to take me some time to get the rest of them? Oh yeah. But what I would tell you guys is think about the amount of power that we could put into play on Pinterest if we all did something like that. I'm definitely super grateful you mentioned that because I do have a Pinterest account and I didn't even think to put that on my linked tree. And I think it's super valuable. So I will be adding that. And thank you so much. Don't forget to follow me. <laughs> of course. Oh my, oh my gosh. I love that. I didn't, I wouldn't have even thought of that either. And it's literally like that Pinterest is literally pinning pictures like to boards i mean genius the fact that you can create links with every single one comards once again you teach us every day bro i just can't i can't get over the fact of how much i learned from you um that's why i had you here bro that's why i wanted you here man for all this wealth of knowledge that you have um and uh that's just fantastic that man the ideas and the possibilities now like i just i love it to death thank you so much for sharing that um thank you for bringing the fire questions to zeller oh and by the way i looked at your i, I went and clicked on your hashtag i was scrolling 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 uh I, it, there is the top it'll say top so it'll be their top post so it will stop eventually um on the top those are probably the ones with the most engagement you can go to latest um and then you can just keep scrolling as well uh so i didn't really have an issue um with your hashtag just so you know thank you thank you i didn't even think of that yeah okay great because i just think the hashtags are so valuable and they'll be so valuable in the future so thank you you're very welcome thank you go ahead comards by the way baby comards nfts is now asleep on my shoulder to my voice I love her. We love I, that. <laughs> oh my gosh, baby Comards. I mean, can you pin up her profile so uh, we can follow her? I, I mean, so. I'm already following her, but it's I just can, so Comards. I know you got the baby literally on your arm. So <laughs> all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I follow baby Comards too. Oh, good. Oh, oh, good. oh my God. Sorry, I'm in the car, guys. My roommate almost killed us all. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the PFP? I'm looking for it. As we, there it is. There it is. Let me pin this to the. I'm just gonna pin the pin tweet up there. And boom, guys, go follow his baby Comarts. I mean, look at this cute little baby orc. Um, 
I love it to death. That's just the sweetest. And like, literally, guys, this is like I liken this to what some parents do by putting credit cards in their kids' names and building them credit. Uh, you know, build it so whenever they do become an adult, they already have a high credit score, um, and they're they already you know are set up you know for you know set up for the old ways. Like you know, granted, like this is just kind of how I see that the simulator the parallels to this is like he's creating something for the future of his child um, in this space. So I love that. Well, and she literally, you guys, um, I would if I had to guess, I would say that she is the first one to have a baby book on the blockchain because I've created a, a private um, OpenSea account on Polygon that is for her baby book only. Um, and we have more than 1500 pictures and videos of her up on the blockchain. And it was funny because when she first started crawling, um, I posted some of those pictures up and it's great because I get to add as much of a description as I need, the date, the time, all of that stuff. And so when she first started crawling, I posted some of those pictures and videos up and um, and I, I showed them to my wife and she's like, oh my God, what is with you and creating NFTs with everything. And I'm like, look, this is the first baby to ever crawl on the blockchain. I love that first baby to ever crawl on the blockchain. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, that, that's cool. That's a, that's a fantastic and neat idea as well to immortalize, you know, these moments on the blockchain. Um, why wouldn't we? I mean, you know, people post, you know, I mean, whatever social media is like, I, I understand like some parents are not going to post, you know, pictures of their children on social media, but to, to be able to immortalize your pictures and things now on the blockchain, it's like, why would you not? Why would you not? I love that to death. That's amazing. Um, uh, guys, we got some, a few more questions. We've gone a lot over. Um, uh, so I do need to hit these last couple of questions, guys, and then uh, we're going to have to close out. I, I do apologize, but I'm, I've been driving around now for a little while. I stayed in the car uh, <laughs> while we went somewhere um, just to finish up with this because I can't stop. Um, I'm, I would go probably for another two hours if I could, but I'm going to the river tomorrow and there's things I have to get done. Um, so um, we're going to go with uh, CC first. Uh, so how are you, CC? It's great to see you again, uh, second week in a row. Um, lovely to have you here and go ahead and ask your question. Hello, lovies. How's everybody doing today? This has been a very informative chat. So thank you for hosting this. Really appreciate you. Um, I kind of wanted to ask homewards, what do you see the, the project? Where do you see the project going? In regards to the metaverse, because of course I'm the metaverse girl, I have to know, because <laughs> I think uh, we need to have a little metaverse office for the meetings, or I don't know, but I think I think the metaverse needs cards. <laughs> so if you could share any thoughts on that. <laughs> okay, so I do have some stuff I can share, some stuff I can't. Okay, what I can tell you is this: since just before the podcast started a thing, um, and we realized the kind of traction we were getting with the, the Comarch class. Um, number one, I've been investing in metaverse properties all over, the, all over the place, literally. Like I've got Isles of Meta, I've got Decentraland, I've got Sandbox, I've got Gorilla Mansion. I've got several other projects as well that I've gotten uh, metaverse space in. Um, so a uh, big investor into the metaverse spaces itself uh, because I do see the value in it. Um, what I will tell you is that one of those spaces is going to house um, not only a full kind of a, a I would say, academy um, that allows you to 
that allows you to, uh, you know, come into the classes one-on-one or even as a group, and I will be there. There will be a, a billboard on the background that will have the outlines on it for you guys so that you can write notes, you can record it, you can do whatever you need to do to be able to track that information. Um, I can also tell you, though, that initially I'm going to be keeping those free in the metaverse. Um, but at some point, because of the cost associated with the architecture being built for me, um, I can tell you that th- there's going to have to come a cost to those uh, classes within the metaverse that are um, there. So that's that's our first thought. The other side of it is is that we are going to have numerous buildings within the academy that um, we will feature, obviously, Comar's art um, and NFTs to, to try and uh, help move those pieces. And then we're also going to have other buildings where, much like the Polygon Showcase, which I love Creative Owls for doing it, um, the, the issue that I do have with the Creative Owls project as a whole is it's really hard for a lot of us to uh, be able to afford those $300 tickets each month that he offers that showcase. Uh, Comards, um, you charge $300 an hour for your time, too. I'm just going to point that out. Right. But that's for coaching. That's not just for showing off my art. Um, and so I think it's a difference in value. But And I love creative hours. And if wait, I had, wait, wait. But, but Comars, why are you the one to determine value? It's valuable to me. So you talking down about it kind of hurts. I'm not talking down about it. I never once talked down about it. I even just was getting ready to say if I had the 300, I'd be buying those spots. But I just don't. And there's a lot of projects that don't. And so for those that don't have that ability, I'm going to try to make it more affordable and more accessible to have something similar to it. Not quite the same, but similar. Um, we're not going to be doing, you know, a whole weekend. We're not going to be doing uh, the, the whole question with the select uh, 302 spots or whatever. Um, you know, nothing like that. It's just going to be a place for people to be able to come display their art as kind of a gala, um, much like a meal gala or a charity gala or something like that. Um but no, I have nothing bad to say about Creative Owls or his Polygon Showcase at all. Um, you know, and, and so no, I'm not even sure where that came from. But um, I just know that not everybody has that budget to be able to do those things. And I think that we could still appease people on a, uh, on a lesser budget that is still going to help them gain positive traction. That's really all I'm getting at with that. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you in the meta soon, love bug. You sure will. Thank you so much for that question, CC. Um, and up next, uh, World of Men. World of Men. Do you have a question for people? This is Moses, by the way, if you guys aren't familiar. Okay, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, let me just introduce myself. Oh, uh, uh, baby, give me some sweets. Oh, give us soca. <laughs> Okay, uh, my name is Moses. Um, I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. So, um, come out, uh, according to the uh, reduction of carbon, uh, you said you're outside. All right, um, Gordon, turn it off. We gotta go. I, I, I didn't hear the question. I'm sorry. Okay, now uh, you said the water um, solar panels. Um, panels. Wanna ask you that? Have you looked into inverter batteries to for the, the reduction of carbon? 
Um, no, I have not looked into those. Um, I mean, it's not something that I, I mean, I came across a project once that's an NGO that actually gets uh, uh, bottles from Pepsi to create solar lighting for countries that, that don't have power and don't have readily accessible lighting. Um, and he kind of came in a couple of times to the space and I was getting ready to let him know that my business partner and I decided we wanted to rep that project. Um, but then I never saw him again, so I'm not even sure who that was. So uh, I am familiar with, with the idea of that, yeah. Okay, and um, one more thing I want to ask is, um, so I, I had talking about me trying to trace um, those that actually have a fake Twitter account that is actually following you, or let me see, me for instance. I want to ask, is there a way you can kind of clean up the link so that everybody can have access to it to just try to do a screening on the, um, the accounts your she is on, and so you can actually know that she is kind because there are a bunch of people on my other accounts, Moses, that they keep sending me here, um, whitelist, like that, and I keep on deleting, blocking, deleting, blocking. So I just get tired and fed up of it. The same thing in your account, the same thing stay with it. And uh, is there a way you can just kind of propose out to just post the link and we'll have access to it? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, the other thing is, guys, Twitter has tools within the settings that if you set specific words, um, not only will you not see those in tweets, you will not see those in DMs because Twitter won't even allow them to come through. Okay. Um, Twitter does, believe it or not, whether you realize it, Twitter has settings in place that you guys can virtually lock down your accounts to where the only things you see is related to NFTs. And you can even filter out specific keywords that, you know, like uh, as an example, drop your wallet. I have that entire phrase blocked out of my stuff because there's so many of those people that do that as a way of gaining traction on their tweets and engagement. And then you go look at their wallets and you see that they never did anything. And, and not just once, not just twice, but over the course of several times, you see those people doing that. And so I've actually blocked that from my wallet or from my Twitter because I just, I, I don't want to see people being taken advantage of like that and, and given false hope. Look, do not ever give each other false hope. Be real with each other 110% of the time, okay? Um, you know, and, and those kinds of things, they just, they really annoy me and piss me off because it's manipulation. It's kind of like whitelists. I hate whitelists. Hate them. Because all they do, in my opinion, is create a false sense of urgency to go grab a piece because somehow this collection is so great that it's going to mint out instantly or within minutes, okay? And that, the reality of it is, and you can go look at the OpenSea statistics, um, as well as some of the other marketplace statistics, most collections don't mint out, period. And when I say most, I'm talking about 85 to 90% of those collections don't ever mint out, okay? Um, the ones that do mint out typically will mint out in about six months. Um, of that remaining 10 to 15%, only 1% to 2% of those mint out in the first month and or couple of weeks. So... Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm not going to give people false hope. Yeah, I just want to say, um, Pachi, round up with my last questions. I want to say a very big thank you to you for the advice. Although I joined and uh, my mind is actually with you getting actually working in your system. I've had a bunch, bunch and a lot of advice from commands. And I've been following you back to back. Uh, I think at one point I couldn't catch up anymore. I had to just hold on a bit. But I would love to join a podcast and probably... 
I think actually I'm, I'm on Discord. We can record. If there's a way, you can actually turn on your Discord. And um, also, to the last question is, um, is there a way you can actually um, kind of, is there a way that Twitter can actually have this kind of, I don't know if they have the features of trying to restrict those that actually you know, kind of put someone at, like, at, like tagging someone in a particular post. And I know they don't check the people that are actually tagging you. They have zero followers. They, are, they don't have anybody following them. They just keep on tagging random people. I've seen cases whereby I've been tagged for like like different to ten locations. And um, the last question to to patch it up is um what advice do you give to people coming into NFT as a novice that doesn't know anything about NFT? What advice do you give them? That was the two questions I asked. The blocking of people tagging someone in the post and yeah. advice. Yeah, so okay. Number one, that's a loaded question because there's a lot, but um to try and summarize it up into like three key main points for you guys. These are the three points that I would tell all of the new people that are coming into the space and really just beginning to learn what NFT and or non-fungible tokens are. And it's this. Number one, do not be afraid of doing your homework and or research. Google is your best friend for your research. Okay. Number two, in the Twitter sphere or any social platform, whatever your preference is, but obviously since you're here, it's Twitter. But in the Twitter sphere, um, build your communities before you do anything else. I mean, do not build a Discord. Do not drop a collection. Do not do any of that stuff, in my opinion, until you have a solid community behind you. Okay? And I'll be honest with you guys. I'm almost to the point that I'm about to shut my server down as far as Discord goes and just make it private. Um, I'm not 100% on board with that yet. but it, I'm, I'm leaning that direction because what I'm finding is, is that yes, people will join discord, but then they never ever come into the discord and have anything to say. We did a, a, a clean out of our discord uh, about three weeks ago, um, which we do every month. And we were at almost a thousand people in our discord. We are now at like 520, I think after that clean out. Okay. Um, and what it does is it just tracks who's active, who's not. So, um, yeah, anyway, and point number three, do not be afraid to do your research on other projects to see what they're doing that works or what they're doing that is not working. I have, you know, I, I yesterday all day I wore a Mino Mob NFT because I was a, a business coach for that project um, and they launched yesterday. I believe it was like eight or nine o'clock in the morning. Um, and I own seven of those guys in total, but uh, the point is, is that they had 554 followers, okay, and I was really, really concerned about that because I just didn't see them minting out their coaching um, based on what they were doing previously, so when I started coaching them about four weeks ago um, and, and getting them to implement various strategies and things, um, he, he was not for pushing back the mint date which even still never did become okay with pushing back the mint date but it was a 4,444 piece collection um and somehow and again i'm so baffled by it because even my advice i just i've not experienced it myself like that but um for his collection specifically he minted out that full collection in eight hours that is a rarity you guys 
I'm, I'm telling you straight up, that does not happen every day. And keep in mind, this is a bear market or a yeah, bear market. So that's even more impressive. So um, take a look at what the projects are doing that's working. Don't be afraid to do it the other projects are doing but i would also tell you just because people are quoting stuff on ethereum doesn't mean it's the best chain for you just because people are putting stuff on OpenSea doesn't mean it's the best marketplace for you okay so do your research do your homework google is your friend i think those are the only things i really can say as far as uh, those three main points oh man so much thank you so much uh for moses for those great questions as well guys i really do appreciate everybody that showed up comards oh my goodness thank you so much man i really do appreciate you uh above me on like i said i even learned more and more today from you um and um i just uh, it's fantastic so just thank you so much for for being here uh with us today and guys we've gone almost a, a whole hour over or no i'm sorry yeah almost a whole hour over i'm actually out running errands i've been running errands for the last you know 30 minutes or so uh <laughs> so I am going to have to close this one out, guys. Those of you that requested, um, uh, I really do appreciate you. Uh, thank you for coming in, and thank you, for, thank you for listening, guys. This is recorded, so you can go back and listen if you came in late. Um, we started this. We started the AMA portion about 1.10, I think, 1.15, around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just go back and check that out. And Comart's just, once again, bro, I really appreciate you. And as a final goodbye, you guys, um, real quick, scroll to the right. Oh, I need you to do the Twitter picker. Can you do the Twitter picker for me? Oh shoot! Uh, yeah. I don't um, and why? I my wallet. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me one sec. I'll, I'll, let me let me go pull it up. Okay. And while he, so while he's doing that, you guys, he's drawing for the person that's going to win three hours of coaching. Um, uh, you have to be following Crypto Manimal. You have to be following Mystic. Um, and you also have to be following myself. Which again, I don't really care if you do or don't. Um, but for the sake of the contest, you need to be a follower. Um, because the value that I'm about to give away is exceptionally huge. So, um, but that being said, if you scroll to the right a couple of times on the billboard, um, you will see a post that Crypto posted um, that is our space schedule. Guys, every Friday night, I run a deep dive space starting at 7 or 8 Eastern time, okay? And that space runs until whenever I pass out or run out of coffee, whichever happens first. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for more information about your project specifically and for me to be able to take the time to take a deep dive into your project and give you some hints and tips and tricks and maybe some alpha, um, that's a space that you guys, you guys I would recommend you get into. Uh, generally speaking, we have anywhere between, um, gosh, I, I've seen as low as 15 people pass through the space in a few hours to as many as uh, 1,500 in 12 hours. So um, definitely a space to check out for you guys and get your projects looked at and, and get some feedback on them. So if that's what you're looking for, check out that space schedule. It is posted. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. And remember to ask yourself, what did you do? Oh, I got to wait until we do the giveaway. See, I'm you got me rushing because you're like trying to get out of here just so you can go do what you got to do to go to the river. And yeah, I blame you, crypto. Hey, do we want them still to be in the room? You know, I thought about that after I said it. And normally I would say no, but because of the value of this thing, I'm going to say yes. Okay, so we want them in the room. All right, give me just a sec because that person's not. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, bear with me, bear with me. No, you're good, bro. Comards. Yes, I just ma'am. wanted to say something since there's a minute while he is uh, figuring this out. 
I wanted to put Comard's baby on the wall, but I need your approval. Should I just send you? I, and I was going to DM you, but I know you don't check your DMs. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to think about it and get back to me? Yeah, because the thing is, is that even though I'm technically the account owner and the supervisor of said account, I just, I, there's a lot of dumb people out there in the internet and I don't want them to, to realize that it's representative of a child and, and have to deal with that stuff because I will go to prison. Fair enough. I mean, fair enough because I just think it'd be so cute to have the two of you next to each other. But we yeah, can do that no, with I mean, something else. We, we can figure something out. Yeah. That didn't last very long. Um, see what I mean? Power nap. But no, we can figure something out. Um, as far as her account goes, it is open to the public right now. But it's primarily so that in case I didn't get the people followed that, that I follow and that I trust, um, they have the opportunity to follow her. And then that way, there you go. There you go. You're all good. But then that way, um, they have the opportunity to follow her. And then it, once I get that following uh, built up with, with the people that I know and trust and the brands that I know and trust, um, I'm probably going to lock it down for a little bit in terms of whether it's a public account or not, just because of the fact that I don't want to attract all the spam, all the trolls, all of that crap. Um, now, obviously, when she starts producing pieces and stuff, I will have to unlock it again because as a business... You shouldn't have it locked down. Um, and, and that's just my opinion, especially if you're looking for growth. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, we'll figure something out. Okay, yeah, super smart because i that's exactly why I'm asking because we do need to protect kids and Web3, big time. I'm going to guess that he's drawn like six more people and none of them are in the <laughs> You know it, bro. You know it. Um, do you, yeah. <laughs> uh, give me, give me another minute. I'm gonna. We're gonna make this happen, guys. If you haven't retweeted that top pin tweet and you're in this room, please retweet that top pin tweet. Make sure you're following myself, Comrades and Mystic. That will enter you into win three hour coaching session for free, um, for free from Comarts. Um, so give me just a second. Let me continue to do this. But you guys got to be in here. I have retweeted that pin tweet and you have to be following us. Uh, I don't know if that's the, if the pin tweet is there in the front of it, but there it is again, just in case I'm going to go back in and draw again. And it wasn't quite six, but it was, it was a good amount. <laughs> uh, see, everybody leaves too early, man. They, they're not paying attention. People don't listen. All right. Doing it again, doing it again. Loading tweets. Damn. Are they in here? Ah, creative. Um, damn. Man. Oh, man, Comards, I'm having so much issues with that. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, you got to kind of go slow with, with um, how often you're doing that redraw on Twitter Picker. Otherwise, it'll be like, user blocked. Understood. Understood. Give me just, I'm going to refresh. 
reload the tweet one more time. I'm gonna I got my fingers crossed for this one, baby. Man, uh, <laughs> I should have done this way earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, give me just a sec, guys. We're going to get it. I swear we're going to get it. You know, I do see a couple of faces that, that I would love to see uh, win it in here. Man. Give me just a second. Still no. Still no. Gosh dang it. So should I just like scroll down the page and just grab somebody? Uh, yeah, I can do a random number generator for the people that are in the room. There you go. Do that. Okay. I'm going to try one more time since I'm on the Twitter picker. I'm going to try one more time on that. If that doesn't work, guys, we're going to do a random number generator for who's in the room and stuck this out with us. And we will pick that way if this one does not work. Hey, Komar, you won. You won your own coaching session, bro. Did you win? Oh, congratulations. That is <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I can't believe it was the first one to pick. Okay, here, I'm going to do random number generator. It's going to start. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lump Mystic into this Mystic Muse uh, because she's lovely. She's my co-host, so she can win this as well. Um, so I'm gonna put her as in this. So it's gonna be the uh, basically however many people are in the room right now, um, and she's gonna be part of that. So it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one people. So we're gonna do a random number generator from twenty-one people. So bear with me just a sec while I pull that up. Bam, it's like the second, it's like the second search I always have. I'm always random number generating. Two through generate six. All right. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. Power, uh, pow, 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 pow club, pow, pow club. Uh, they have one. Snap. Snap, snap. So, pow, pow. Um, I need you to get in the DM, send me an email address where I can send you a beginning form. That form is what gets our call started. Um, it allows me to get kind of a plan together. It allows me to get some basic information about your project, your plan, what it is you've got going. Um, and then you and I will get a call scheduled after I've had a chance to review that form. And we will go from there. They did so request, should we bring them up? Yeah, we can bring them up. They they've been in my they've been coming into the show lately, and uh, been really looking forward to what they've got going on. <sighs> pow pow, are you there? Wait, did I pull them up? Oh, there they are. Pow pow. Pow pow, are you there? Pow pow club. <laughs> oh my. Oh, 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 parking lot. Um, pow, pow, are you there? Hello. Oh, my kid. 
maybe well, they accepted maybe. the invite. Oh, they yeah, uh huh, yeah, they accepted it. Pow pow, there. I wonder if they're right here. Let me pull them down and re-invite. Oh shoot, I think I did the wrong button. Oh no, <laughs> no, I don't. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, that would have sucked. I hate how close that remove from speaker and remove from room button is. Yep. Um, but I didn't, so we're good. All right, I'm inviting them to speak if they accept. Pow Power, if you're there, you got to hit me up, bro. You got to accept it. Hello? No. All right, let's do one more. Let's do it again. If they're not here, they're not technically here. They're just, they just have their thing open. Uh... So we're gonna generate again, and we've got four, eight. All right, we've got streamcatcher.eth. There we stream go. Catcher. Stream catcher. Throw up stream catcher. Throw up some uh, throw up some emojis if you're listening. Stream catcher. Streamcatcher.eth. Let me see an emoji. Let me see some life. Come on, stream. There it is. There's the live DM Comards, please and thank you. DM Comards, please and thank you. All right, guys, I do have to get off here for real, for real. <laughs> I'll do what you gotta do. All right, I appreciate you guys so much. Really do. Mystic, thank you so much for being you and holding it down. Um, as always, earlier in the show with the Q, you're a beautiful soul and a beautiful co-host. And Comards, thank you so much for being here with us all day today and hanging out and just dropping that knowledge. We really appreciate it. And I will see you guys very soon. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. And remember to ask yourselves, what did you do to make the world a better place? Amen, brother. Amen.